wake up and get out of bed Don't delay your sleepy head Grab a seat on the couch Listen to what we're talking about In a Saturday morning pajamas Hello and welcome. Get yourself a soda, maybe a tub of popcorn, some milk tubs perhaps, as Saturday morning pajamas presents At The Matinee. I'm your host, Jax, and I've just come back from seeing my big fat Greek wedding, too. And I would like to talk to you about this little movie today. I've seen some bad press, some not-so-good things, and I wanted to kind of clear things up for my listeners who may be interested in this movie but aren't quite sure if it's something they should go see. First off, my personal opinion, I liked it. It was a very cute movie. To use the phrase chick flick, yes, it would meet that criteria, However, it also is a nice little heartwarming story, a good one to go see with maybe your parents or if you can swing it, the one that you love. They may enjoy it as well because it does have some family, some heart. This one is a bit more focused on family versus the first one where it was her dating life and the family. So it kind of has a little bit different vibe to it. Overall, I personally do, I, I like the first one better. Just in general, it was a good movie, a great movie. Um, really enjoyed it when it came out like 13 years ago. However, this current one is a great continuation of the story. From here on out, I will note there will be spoilers. Some movies I try not to do these, but for this one, what are you going to do? It, it's It's not where we're talking about say, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader's relationship, or who, or what Rosebud was. You know, this is, this is a nice little cute film. We're going to have some spoilers. So the film is about Tula. Tula is played by Nia Vardalis, and it's been, well, it's been over 13 years since the first movie. Well, no. If at the very end of the first movie, when we see her taking her daughter to Greek school, if her daughter was four at that time, then the 13 years works. <laughs> if not, we may have some timeline questions. Basically, Tula and Ian's daughter, Paris, is 17 years old, and she is just not having her big Greek family. They are always in her business. Ian is now principal of the high school where Paris goes, so her dad's always there. Then we have her mom, who's super into volunteering. She's always being a parent for different things at the school, doing things that she's always there. You know, it's driving her insane. She can't go away from her mom. And then her uh, rest of her family, like her Uncle Nick and her aunt, I don't remember the name of Tula's sister, so yeah. Her aunt, you know, lives, and her uncle, they all live together. Like, at the end of the first movie, you saw how the house was next door? Keep going, because this family has its own neighborhood, I swear. So she can never get away, and even events, any event, she, a whole family shows up. Hell, it was a school uh, college night to learn about colleges. The family shows up. Don't ask me why, but they do. So it is where she's overwhelmed by the family and she just wants to live her life. She's just so overwhelmed. So part of the movie revolves around Paris's 
desire to leave, not leave the family, but to get some space from the family to develop on her own. And doing so by going to, ultimately, her hope to go to college out of state. Another part of the movie is about Tula and Ian rekindling the romance in their marriage. They've grown as parents, but they forgot that they were a couple. As Aunt Vula says at one point to Tula, you were a girlfriend before you were a mother. And that sort of sets everything in motion for that storyline. Third storyline going on in the movie is that Gus, Tula's father, the patriarch of the family, he always is saying how his family descended from Alexander the Great and, you know, how great the Greeks are and so on. Well, he wants to find proof. He doesn't want the mother to know, but he wants to find proof on his own. So he starts doing an ancestry site. Now it's on ancestry.com. They made up their own name because royalties and such. Well, in doing so, he comes across a, paper, a copy of the marriage certificate that he had to Maria, to this mom. And they found out that due to the war and things going on at the time, the certificate was never signed by the priest. They now must go to the courthouse to get officially married. So now we have a storyline about these two people who, it could be a civil ceremony, but because of the turbulent, turbulent times, Maria wants a real wedding. She wants us to put things into it. She wants to have that experience because she never had that. So now we have the parents getting married and dealing with all that comes with it, planning the wedding, but more so about them reconnecting because Maria doesn't feel loved. But Well, she feels loved by Gus, but she they've become complacent. She wants to bring some excitement back. She wants to go back to that girlfriend or to that newlywed with Gus. Yet another storyline involves... Well, I won't say a storyline, but there's a few little bits and pieces here as well. Uh, there's a bit about how the economy, some of the family businesses had to close. Uh, the Tula worrying about her parents' declining health. Uh, there's, there's they're giving, what is it, uh, crap to Angelo, played by Joey Fatone. Yeah, they're giving crap to Angelo still because Angelo hasn't been married yet. It's been 13 years. He still is not married, so... There's a, story, a little bit of a storyline back there hidden. So there's a lot of different stories going on. But this works together really well since it's mainly focused on it's it's mainly focused on Paris, Ian and Tula, and then Gus and Maria, and it works them together together really well. So you don't so the story moves quickly. Not a lot of slow parts, and you feel engaged throughout a lot of the film. Definitely one of the high points. Um, we also have a few guest stars because, of course, can't go without guest stars. Uh, let's see. Rita Wilson, who is married to Tom Hanks, and John Stamos are in the movie as well. They have little short parts. Not sure how I felt about that because, to me, they just felt like, eh, throw them in. We need to get, some, we need to get another draw to the cinema. And their characters really didn't do that much or add that much. Uh, except for really one joke, but eh, it it wasn't bad. We'll, we'll go with that for, for their part. One of the things I really did like about the film 
was how it generally felt sweet. It felt like everyone cared about the film. It felt like everyone who worked on it actually wanted to be there. And they were having fun while still doing this film. And there was a lot of really good acting by Tula and by Gus and um, the actors and actresses who played Tula, Gus and Maria in Paris. It really did add a lot to the film. Let's see, some low points. Uh, I mentioned the John Stamos, Rita Wilson part really just didn't fit too well. As well, really, I think it was just the size of the cast. Cause I, well, they did work really well fitting all these stories in. It did feel like there was a lot going on. And the more characters you have, the harder it is to keep the story engaging and keep it from going off track. It didn't go off track, it just, at some point you could tell, quick, we need to, we want to bring this person back, we need to find a way for them to be here. For example, we have a scene where Ian's parents are there. And, oh yeah, of course they're here, but it's like, oh, we purposely have to show them, we have to, you know, get a few little, we have to get like a little bit, a couple scenes in with them, just briefly, but we just need to have some dialogue, just because we want to bring them back too. It's... It really was just a way to bring things in. Hell, uh, let's see, what's his name? Nick, Tula's brother. He did not have a very large role in this film. I, again, most of the film was connected to other people, but you really don't know much about what's been going on with him. And I thought because he played such a big role in the last movie, we were going to see some more growth from him. Uh, there is a scene where it is mentioned that he is going to help design the invitations for Gus and Maria's wedding. So we know he's been continuing with art, but really that's, besides him getting married and pumping out babies, that's all we know about him. It really is something where you have to kind of consider where, what is the benefit of having the people in the movie? And what does, what do they add to the film, basically? before overall I really did like this movie I thought it was very cute it was definitely fun gonna be something I purchased to put on the DVD shelf of doom you know when it comes out would I see it again yeah I would go to cinema again would I go and pay like the $15 to see that the one of the really fan, uh, expensive cinemas no but another eight nine dollar film yeah I'll go see it Especially if I'm going to see it with someone who hasn't seen it before. It's a good film. It's definitely something I recommend you checking out. And to quote Forrest Gump, that's all I have to say about that. I really can't think of more to say about the film. So, if you'll just hold on for a couple more minutes, I have a few little thingies to go over that really would help me out. Um, as always, with you know, we always encourage you to interact here at, at Saturday Morning Pajamas. So check out our website, nonoms.net. That's N-O-N-O-M-S dot N-E-T. And leave a comment on the blog post. Let us know what you think. While there, feel free to also check out our links to Audible as we have made a partnership with Audible to give our listeners a free 30-day trial. This 30-day trial includes a free audiobook of your choosing. I've done this, when I first started, I actually got, I believe the book was worth about $20 normally, but I got it for free because I did the trial. And then once I was a member, I was able to purchase additional books at a discount. 
where if normally they're 20, they might be 15. I've seen some books for less than 10. I've gone some books for only a couple dollars or even, or even free once I was a member. It, they just have a lot of specials. So there's a great selection, over 18 or 180,000 titles. And it's something really good to do when you're cleaning around the house or you're driving or working out. It's just something else to listen to. Gives you an engaging story, a different experience. Just visit audibletrial.com backslash SMP to start your free trial. Or again, we do have a link on the website. One more thing I do want to mention before you go is that we have signed up with Podbean. We're actually going to be moving our storage from SoundCloud to Podbean in the coming coming months, uh, just as soon as I get together enough money to pay the hosting fee for the year. If you'd like to help me out with that hosting fee, I do have a link on the website over on the left-hand sidebar, so you can become a patron at Podbean and donate some money. I know, I know, begging is bad, and your poor taste. It's only for those who really want to help, and you can give a dollar, you can give 50 cents. I don't care. It's just a way to help us grow, help us get that new hosting, help us upgrade the website or our equipment. Nothing you have to do, though. Just I'd bring it up. I'd like to thank you, then, for tuning in to Saturday Morning Pajamas today. I know it's not Saturday. I know it's not the morning. And maybe you're in pajamas, maybe you're not. But I do hope that you will come back and listen to us every week where we upload a podcast Friday evening, perfect for you on Saturday, as well as... Whenever we go to movies, we get this nice little at the matinee bit for you. Again, your comments, criticisms, concerns, questions, anything can be shared at nonoms.net. And I hope you all have the very best day. This is Jax, signing off.